Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How you doing? Good morning. You're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. It's Elmery Ma at the microphone with you until 10. Connor Tallon's also here, ready to go. Yeah, brilliant to be here yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Very early. <laughs> <laughs> jugs of coffee have been had, lads. Jugs, not a mug. We had to upgrade this morning. But we have some great guests for you between now and 10 o'clock. So do hope you can stay with us. Coming up a little bit later, we're going to be talking about a fantastic festival of Mozart at the Triscoll. We're also going to be talking about a brand new single from Martin to Cogoyne, all the way over in San Diego, um, with a beautiful love story about New York for a woman he met in Carrigaline. Now, there you are. That's an international little thing for you. And later on, we're also going to be talking about the first video live stream partnership for the Everyman Theatre. Really excited about these. It's a it's a gig from the Corner House on Coburg Street. And anyone who's a lover of good music in Cork is already having heart palpitations about that particular one. So that's on the way. And this week's work of the week is going to feature the work of, well, famous Cork sculptor Seamus Murphy. And it was the bust of Terence McSweeney. And we're going to be looking at that and looking back on history as well. And while we're looking back on history as well, we're going to be looking back at the Ford factory. There was a documentary made about the lads who worked on the line in Fords. And we'll be looking at that as part of our series of the anniversary of Frameworks Films, a Cork documentary company that keeps, keeps going digging back in into the archives of the history of Cork. And a fantastic concert for Easter Sunday night, which will be available to watch free online. A beautiful celebration of hope for an, an, a new year ahead, I guess. The Carrigaline Concert for Hope 2021. We'll be telling you about that as well this morning. Um, but in the meantime, you know, we were coming in this morning and I was laughing. I was saying to Connor in the car, we weren't the first car in the line at any traffic lights no. we were stopped at this morning and we were parked there um, at the traffic lights at Patrick's Bridge 
I couldn't get over the number of people who were like crossing over and walking around. I was going, are all these people always like around at like half six in the morning or what? So fair play to you if you are the early, um, regular early risers. But for the rest of us who are sort of always in slight uh, shock <laughs> this yeah. Sunday every year. Yeah, it's just gone eight o'clock. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. When the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say goodnight. So good morning. Good morning. Sunbeam for the smile Good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. Good morning. Good morning. We've gabbed the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Nothing could be grander than to be in Louisiana in, in the morning. morning. In the morning, it's great. To stay up late, good morning, good morning to Might you. Might be just as iffy if we was in Mississippi. When we left the movie show, the future wasn't bright. But came the dawn, the show goes on, and I don't want to say good night. Don't say good morning! Good morning! Rainbows are shining through. Good morning. Good morning. Bonjour. Bonjour. Buenos dias. Good esprit. Bonjour. Good morning. This is, of course, part of the track for myself and Connor lepping around the studio. That woke me up. (laughs) We've knocked the whole place over, haven't we? We So was an all. So was an all. So, guys, that that is, of course, coming from the soundtrack to Singing in the Rain. And that is a pre digital master or remastering version, obviously, of that track. Debbie Reynolds, Donald O'Connor, and Gene Kelly there uh, from Singing in the Rain. I love that piece. I love that song. Love that movie. (laughs) And good morning to all of you. Now, with the last few weeks, there's been a real buzz on social media about. Trisco's Mozart weekend for Easter because in a very wide and varied program a fabulous group of musicians have been gathered together Geraldine O'Doherty on harp Kieran Moynihan on flute you've Beth Ninch on viola Linda O'Connor and Lydia Clark on violin Eastalt Cooper Stockdale on cello and it's all headed and curated by Dr Fanula Moynihan on piano So Elmarie and Fanula had a chat yesterday and began talking about how great it was that Tony Sheehan and Fanula decided to program an event like this for Easter. 
Firstly, thanks for thanks for having me on. It's always so nice to come and chat, and especially about events that I'm so, so proud of. And, you know, Triscoll is definitely a place very close to my heart, me being a, a native of Cork City myself. And, you know, to come back again with this two-concert event over the Easter weekend, um, especially given the times that we have, it's just really special because I think it, it means a lot to us, the players doing it, I think it means a lot to Triscoll and I hope those listening will, will kind of see it as a joyful festival, you know. So it, it means a lot to come back to Triscoll, yes. Well, the music of Mozart covers every single emotion you could ever wish to express. And I suppose you've chosen the music for this two concert event. With that in mind, there's a beautiful arc of pieces in this. Yeah, you know, I suppose, especially given the times we have and people can't play as much, I wanted the programme to be very special. So everything in the programme really does have kind of a, a very special meaning for me, like the, the Mozart Concerto in A major. would have played first when I was 14 or 15 in Cork and it means an awful lot to me it's such a beautiful concerto just so full of joy brings back an awful lot of memories of all the people that I suppose shaped me into who I am today it always reminds me of Easter actually and and funnily enough he actually performed this first in one of his Lenten concerts so it's kind of a very apt concerto in a way the two solo pieces then are just absolutely beautiful. They're probably more, they give more room for an improvisatory feel and also kind of more room for memories and thoughts and mm-hmm. just a sense of freedom that, you know, I think everyone kind of needs at the moment. And, you know, they've been pieces that have been with me for a long time as well. The flute and harp concerto, it just makes me smile every time. It's just gorgeous. And just to have the flute and the harp together, it's just absolutely gorgeous. And then the D minor is a complete contrast to them all. Drama, personified. <laughs> you feel like you're in a Don Giovanni moment in an opera. And it's just, I mean, it's, I love playing it. I've always loved playing it. I suppose the repertoire really maybe covers all the emotions in a way um, and it's just something that I mean it was an absolute joy to put together absolute joy to play with the musicians as well you know Musici Ireland are second to none they're, they're fantastic you know so it was a great journey putting it together for this Your growl for the pieces shines through your introductory notes which people can read ahead of the concert of course Fanula, if they go onto the Triscoll Arts Centre website and they can see the entire programme there and your little introductions for each piece which gives a little context text for what was happening in Mozart's life when he wrote something or whether he was in Vienna or whether he was in Paris was it written for somebody was he paid for the commissions I mean you've loads of gorgeous information in all of that but I suppose in your context 
Who could have imagined we would be having performances like this with all the musicians socially distant and all the musicians wearing masks? And I know you've given tremendous credit to the tech teams and, and management teams in Triscoll for this, but it's different, isn't it? Does it change what it's like for you as a musician to play in a concert under these circumstances? You know, it does. I mean, I suppose the first COVID concert, I don't know if that's mm. the right term to no, use, I, know, I did yeah. was actually <laughs> was actually from my husband's iPhone um, for Triscoll, actually. Their Triscoll at Home concert series right. literally nearly a year ago. And now a year later, there's Steinway Piano, there's a set of seven musicians that I absolutely adore playing with. There's this, you know, fantastic team of camera, of audio this beautiful venue put together and that was something that really I think everyone really is very impressed with how the Triscoll have managed to bring culture to life during this whole thing it's amazing what they've done I mean for us musicians yeah it was kind of different doing these you know you go from things where you have to rehearse with masks on but you have to rehearse in a huge venue you can't rehearsing someone's home anymore you know even coming to record this for instance I couldn't even stay in my own mum's home because I couldn't risk putting her at risk because I had met people and rehearsed with them and you know so it's all it's all a bit strange but making music with masks on and things like that you know, it's part of it's quite fun actually to be honest because it's just so new it just some of the musicians it was quite funny some of the string players said I actually really enjoy having my own music stand now hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure I'm not sure if artists are going to have a problem because everyone wants their own stand now there's a lot of that <laughs> um, and you know but you know to be honest when we came together to do it we were just really excited and all the girls in Musici Ireland, they just said that, you know, we've missed playing with people and I think that's that's the biggest thing. Of course you can play on your own and I'm sure all of us have done and, and all that, you know, throughout the time. But to go in and play something that you've worked on together and see the final product and just enjoy making music with people, it's, it's so special. So it was definitely a learning experience but to be honest, a very, very enjoyable one and I guess this whole online thing, it may not always go away. It may be a part of Oh, no, I think it's here life. to stay. It's definitely here to stay in one form or another for reasons of yeah. convenience or necessity. It's definitely here to stay. And uh, it has certainly launched very, very quickly a new way of performing and sharing. But I suppose one of the things I love watching about quartets and quintets and, and chamber groups, more than an orchestra in one sense, because an, an orchestra is always looking at their conductor. But in a chamber group, Everyone is communicating with each other. You know, you're looking around. There's a lift of a head. There's a, a rise in a chair. You know, just the slightest movement and people are making eye contact all of the time. And I'm just thinking like in a chamber group when everyone is masked, there's a lot of extra pressure on the eyes to communicate, isn't there? Yes, there <laughs> is. And, you know, <laughs> like to be honest, when, when masks are on, you realize how much you actually rely on looking at people's yeah mouths to see what they say, especially when it's, you know, a rehearsal and you're kind of saying, you know, we'll, we'll go to, you know, the next section where we do the second movement. But, you know, sometimes with masks as well, it, it does affect communication. But at least when you play, you're not going to be speaking anyway. So at least that communication <laughs> for us was, was actually very good. But for instance, I mean, the flute and harp concerto, for instance, you know, there's obviously a screen up for the flute player. You know, the, the whole thing of, of how you stand, of how you make it safe you know that there, there's so many details that you you possibly wouldn't think of until you actually come to do it but I suppose the kind of plus side in one way I was uh, laughing and um, the harpist Geraldine Doherty told me that it would be the most relaxing concert she'd ever do because she'd be sitting home on the couch with a nice glass of wine watching herself 
plays concerto. So from that point of view, there are plus sides. Well, and there, but, are, uh, yeah. there are as well for the audience who are watching it, because if people choose to buy a ticket for the Friday concert or the Saturday mm-hmm. concert, you're actually making it available to the ticket holders for the entire weekend. So right up to the bank holiday Monday so they can enjoy it on a repeat basis if they want to. You like literally listen to the yeah. concerts on repeat for the weekend. They can or spread it out depending on the mood and the humour and everything like that. So it's a, certainly a Mozart weekend. And what a lovely, lovely programme for Easter. So Fanula, wishing you all the very best of luck with it. We'll give people the booking details right after this. Thank you very much. I, I hope people will enjoy it. And a big thank you again to all the musicians, Triscoll Arts Centre and, of course, the Arts Council, who've, who've been a great support. So thanks very much, Elmarie. And that is Dr. Fanula Moynihan, who will be playing on piano there on that beautiful grand Steinway, as she said. And simply, the booking details are just to go to the Triscoll Arts Centre website. And all the details are very clearly there. Well, that is one of my favourite Irish airs, the Coolian, and it's played there on violin by Brian Murphy, accompanied by Alan Carney on piano in a concert for Hope that was broadcast from the Carrigaline Court this time last year. And next Sunday will, of course, be Easter Sunday, and there's a really lovely concert again being broadcast from Carrigaline. The team behind it is the same one behind that concert, as well as creating the spectacular Carols by Candlelight at Christmas, and they're really focused on the light at the end of the tunnel, so they're calling this one Carrigaline. Concert for Hope 2021. Now, Brian Murphy is the producer and director of the concert and has been behind events from that carol concert to Catherine Jenkins' concerts in City Hall and events like bringing Il Devo and Jose Carreras to Mosgrave Park. Brian himself is a superb violinist and will also play in the concert and there's an immense amount of preparation going on. So this is what he told El Marie. Well, I think we've got a lovely programme planned, Elmarie, and, and, uh, and I hope everybody realises that you're going to be involved yourself as well in this one. So we've, we've got a, a mixed programme. We have, obviously, Linda Kenny is joining us, and she's joined by Lorna Hughes from the Carrigaline Musical Society. We've got Denise Crowley on piano. We've got Brian Highland on bass. I'll do a couple of turns myself, and I know that you and I are doing something special, Elmarie. This is a special one. I've got my own son actually joining us this time for the first time, Dara. Hey. So we, we've got a nice team put together again, all very socially distanced and well managed from that perspective. We've got our usual production crew, Inga Smith on sound and Anthony Fleming on visuals, etc. And Dan Noonan, they do an absolutely amazing job and they're such nice guys to work with. We wouldn't be able to do it without them, to be honest. Uh, and we wouldn't be able to do it without Jerry Healy and the team in the Carrigaline Court Hotel who are really very facilitating. It's a difficult thing to do, but I think the concert, we're, we're hoping that this will be a reasonably full-length full, full length show, Elmarie. It'll probably run to about an, an hour and 15, an hour and 20 minutes. So it's re- reasonably packed with some some lovely numbers, some nostalgic numbers, and some there'll be some lovely performances there on the night. 
Now, I know that Cork audiences all know Linda Kenny from the thousands of performances she has given in various theatres and stuff like that all over the country. Lorna Hughes is a new name for a lot of people, not in Carrigaline, because, of course, people would have seen her in the Carrigaline Musical Society productions. That's an amazing musical society. But I think also when it came to the concert at Christmas, people suddenly perked up when they heard the singers from Carrigaline and went... Wow. Yeah, and to be fair, they'd, they'd done a huge amount of work. I think it was, a, it was a very difficult situation for them to try and walk through that and rehearse through that uh, in, in the couple of months, two or three months coming up coming up to the performance when we weren't really sure how it was going to run on the night, even social distance-wise, would we have an audience or not? Would the concert even take place? So they did a, an extraordinary job, as did Linda, of course, and Killian Donnelly on the night for us. And so we, we've invited Lorna Hughes to join us next weekend. And Lorna has a fine voice and is a fine performer. So we're looking forward to working with Lorna again um, at, at this concert. And she's very excited to be involved. All right, then. Now, the next generation is coming in, Brian. Tell us about Dara. Well, Dara's doing the leaving cert, actually. So he's, he's got his music practice going on at the moment. So he was just mooting, strumming chords in the guitar. And I said, well, why, why don't you join us for one or two numbers? And um, unlike most 17-year-olds, year um, he, he suddenly said, um, yeah, actually, I will. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't sure he'd say yes, but anyway, he decided he'd love to do it. So, yeah, his birthday is actually on Friday, so he'd be delighted to be mentioning that, not on the radio. Uh, um, yeah, we're, we're, so we're, look, we're looking forward to working with him, and it's, it's a big thrill for him, I suppose, about to come into that environment. Yeah, he's going to sing a couple of songs himself, and we'll, he'll, uh, he'll support us on the acoustic guitar as well. Now, this is, of course, raising money for a cause very close to my heart, not because I'm involved in it, but particularly for me this year, it's raising money for Cork mm. Arc, and what the concert format that you've always done Brian is the concert is freely available isn't it? There's no fee or ticket price to watch this concert. Yeah the concert is absolutely freely available on YouTube so it's Cargoline Concert for Hope 2021 is the YouTube channel um, and the Facebook page is Cargoline Concert for Hope 2021 so the link will be on the Facebook page and if you can't find the Facebook page or you don't want to go onto the Facebook page to find it the link will be on YouTube um, Cargoline Concert for Hope 2021 and you're absolutely right, it's completely free. But we would, this time, make a really special plea of everybody who's coming to look at the concert. And, and, and we have very high viewer numbers on the Christmas concert last year and on the last Concert for Hope. We really implore with everybody, come on and text the number uh, that they see on the screen on the night, and that gives a donation uh, automatically to, to ARC, as you said, which does such amazing work. It's an amazing charity. Every home in Ireland has been touched by cancer and by its, by its fallout and ramifications. And I think that it's, it, it's something, it's, it's close to a lot of people's hearts. So that, that's why this concert, we're supporting that charity. I know it's very close to us, to you as well, Anne-Marie, this year. And we're, that's why we're thrilled that you're joining us to do it. That's why, that's why we're very honoured to be doing it with you. Proud to be associated with the charity for doing this concert. So our only ask of people is, we, we'll do the hard work. We'll provide the entertainment, we'll bring it to your homes, but pick up the phone and you make the text donation. It'll be text donation this time. You don't have to go online, you don't have to go into a website, online banking or anything like that. You just pick up your phone and text the number you see on the screen and that will automatically take a donation of four or five euros, something like that. So we'd please ask you, above all else, go 
don't do that, please. It's for a great cause and it's particularly close to all of our hearts this year through you, Wilmery. Well, I'm going to remind people about the concert next week as well, of course, which it is on Easter Sunday night. And to pe- if people want to find it and get it ready and set up, maybe for family members or anything like that as well during the course of the week, they can do it by searching for Carrigaline Concert for Hope on YouTube. It will be there, ready to go live next Sunday. And we'll remind people about it then as well. But it's always lovely talking to you, Brian. I mean, like you always have massive ambitions for all of these concerts. And I know from the small, intimate ones to the the large-scale stadium ones. You won't let anything stop you from making the show go ahead and the show will go on. That's the message, isn't it? Elmarie, absolutely. And that's the message for life as well, isn't it? So thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks, Brian. That's Brian Murphy there. And that beautiful concert will be online next weekend. If you search for a concert for Hoffman Carrigaline right now, you'll see last year's one. But I'll remind you about that concert again then next Sunday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Corks 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Griffin's new chipping potatoes are specially grown to make the perfect homemade chip. Fluffy inside and crunchy outside. Now in store. The Arts House on Corks 96 FM and C103. Thanks a million, Jess. It's Jess Lean in the newsroom. Now then, Connor's been taking a look at what's making the front pages of the papers today. Well, there's one story that actually makes the front pages of all the Irish newspapers and starting with the Irish Mail on Sunday, creche boss and admit workers got beacon jabs. 36 people got spare vaccines over two days. And that's an exclusive from the Irish Mail on Sunday. Well, not so exclusive because it is covered by the other newspapers. For instance, there's a different angle on this on the front page of the Sunday Times where we're told that the beacon boss broke rules to race in UK car rally and uh, the chief executive of the Beacon Hospital travelled to the UK in October to compete in a car race at a 
time in Ireland was in level three restrictions and international travel was approved only for work and essential purposes. Other main stories are Britain to offer Ireland spare COVID vaccines and lockdown exit reveal on cards. That's as you would have heard on the news just there. Looking into that story in detail, it's by Stephen O'Brien, the political editor. The government will this week consider giving the public an outline of how the reopening of society will pick up pace in May. So they're talking about non-essential shopping, outdoor dining and countrywide travel or countywide travel I should say are among the activities likely to be allowed from midday if the vaccine rollout accelerates to an expected 1 million doses a month according to senior government figures. And my Shannon vote is secret is another story on the front page of the Sunday Times declares Martin that's Catherine Martin the deputy leader of the Green Party has refused to give a public endorsement to, uh, to the two government candidates in next month's Shannon by-elections, writes Stephen O'Brien. And on to the Business Post. Again, limited easing of restrictions as confidence in vaccine rollout drops. Uh, that's the story on the front page there. Looking into that, it looks like a 5k limit likely to be relaxed. Outdoor sports for children and house building may resume. And next phase of restrictions expected to last until the May bank holiday weekend. That's the Sunday Business Post. Uh, Sunday Independent, back to that story again. Pressure on Beacon to oust CEO as vaccine vaccine row escalates. And uh, looking into that, um, there's also a second story after that. Uh, three abscond from quarantine. The state's COVID-19 response descended into chaos yesterday as vaccination program at a hospital was suspended and three people absconded from a mandatory hotel quarantine facility a day after the system came into force. Um, the other story there on the front page of the Sunday Independent is by Brendan O'Connor and he says we need a bigger digger. And looking <laughs> into that story, like China, the Suez Canal is crucial to the consumer lives that we lead but we never really think about it too much. We just assume that they have it in hand, you know. Anyway, he goes on to tell us that um, it seems that one man driving a boat in a sandstorm with no beacon of light can effectively paralyze everything. And it seems that the best answer we have is a digger. So that picture, which he's talking about, of a tiny digger dwarfed by the huge ship ever given was almost comically edged into the mighty Suez Canal and it could be a visual representation of the pandemic. And that's the final story this oh, morning. Oh yeah, that, the tiny, tiny little squirt of a digger next to the ship looked crazy and yeah. it's it spawned a whole load of memes and treatments and all sorts of crack online. Uh, on Bon of Moore is the Twitter account very popular and uh, he had a little catchphrase and he said... Well, actually, I'm going to let you hear the catchphrase as treated and see if you can figure out what actually is being said here. Right, ready? And the supermassive container vessel at an unfortunate angle went bingo, bango, all along the banks of the Suez Canal. (laughs) Do you catch that? Yeah, it's catchy. It's catchy, I guess, you know. Um, you could say maybe that we might try teaching that to you this morning. How about that? <laughs> so here we go. Here's the lyrics. Are you ready? And the supermassive container vessel at an unfortunate angle <laughs> went bingle bangle all along the banks of the Suez Canal. Okay, all together well, now. And the supermassive container, container vessel at an unfortunate <laughs> angle went bingle bangle. All along the banks 
of the Suez Canal. You're going to be singing that for the day and you're welcome. But you know, they're not the only ones singing about canals. Bruce Springsteen also did it from an album he produced called We Shall Overcome. Also quite apt and appropriate, don't you think? Uh, this, of course, is from a class album he produced of the whole Pete Seeger back catalogue. Love it. I got a mule and a name is Sam Fifteen miles on the Erica now She's a good old worker and a good old pal Fifteen miles on the Erica now We hold some barges in our day Filled with lumber, coal and hay We know every inch of the way From Alderney to Buffalo Love Bridge, everybody down Love Bridge, yeah, we're coming to a town Always know your neighbor and you'll always know your pal. Never navigated on the Erica now. They look around for a job old gal. Fifteen miles on the Erica now. You bet your life I'll never part with sound. This week's Work of the Week tells its own story simply because of the two names behind it, that of the subject and that of its sculpture. The sculpture was Seamus Murphy and the subject was Terence McSweeney and assistant curator of the Crawford Art Gallery tells me more about this extraordinary piece of work. Michael, it's great to be meeting up with you yet again, virtually. Someday we will meet face to face. And, you know, there's two people. One person I'd have loved to have met face to face if I'd been alive when he was alive, and that's definitely Seamus Murphy. But the other one we can kind of meet face to face because Seamus Murphy immortalised him. So that's Terence McSweeney, and that's this week's work of the week. Yes, yeah, so the work that we're looking at this week is a sculpture, mm. and it's a different type of portraiture because it's in three dimensions. Yes. So we kind of we feel a different sort of presence when we're in front of 
a sculpture than we might a painting or something else. Yeah. And so this is a portrait that Seamus Murphy made actually in 1963. Wow. So long after Terence Queenie had left us. But it's, it's quite interesting to think of, you know, how do you remember someone and how do you kind of make them physical again? And, and, and that was kind of, I think, the task at hand for Seamus Murphy when he was tackling this project. Who asked him to do this? Well, it was actually, it was a commission from Cork City Hall. So I yeah. suppose the, the corporation, as it was at the time, it, it was a commission for two portraits, actually. One was of... Terence Aquini, and the other was of Tomás McCartan. So the two Lord Mayors from 1920 who had, had died in that year. Yeah. So this was a sort of a commemoration. Now, the, the one we're looking at is the plaster model that he would have made for the eventual bronze bust that is in City Hall. Yes. Not the two monuments outside of City Hall, but these bronze busts are inside City Hall, not ah. to confuse them. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking, were they the ones that were outside standing guard, so to speak? No, these are the ones, I suppose, the heart and soul of City Hall, in a way, when, when you go back to it. One thing that Seamus Murphy has done is he, he hasn't emblazoned the man in any suit or uniform. No, so what's really interesting about this portrait is because, you know, he has kind of his own artistic license, um, he creates a likeness that seems timeless. Mm. We just have his, his shoulders and his head. Mm. And his shoulders are bare, so he's not wearing a shirt, or he's not wearing a suit, he's not wearing a uniform or the chains or, and robes of office. Yeah, yeah. He's just actually a man. Yeah. And it kind of might remind us a little bit of ancient sculpture of a hero, <laughs> you know, where, where clothes really weren't part of the plan. <laughs> so... It's kind of this heroic tradition from the past that Murphy is connecting with. He does the same with the companion piece, which is, of, of course, of Tomás McCurtain. And the plaster bust of that is in Cork Public Museum. The Crawford and the Public Museum have the two, I suppose, models, and City Hall have the finished bronzes. Another way of looking at it is just because the man has been presented as he is, as a person rather than as a Lord Mayor or as somebody of status, even though it does make him look very heroic, it also presents him as as a citizen, just one of the people. That's a really good point, and I think that's, that's an important thing to remember about Terence McQueenie, because, you know, people can become lost in history, not only be forgotten, mm. but they can also be lost under the kind of the weight of all of the circumstances that grew up around them. Yeah. And so Terence McSweeney is one of those national icons. Our idea of him might be actually quite far removed from the man himself. And he wrote quite prolifically about what it meant to be a citizen. That's why we've chosen this work of the week, because it's part of our exhibition, Citizen Nowhere, Citizen Somewhere, The Imagined Nation kind of a parting shot from us because that exhibition is is winding down now at Easter time. But it really, I suppose, brings out his humanity and also his aspiration for not only Ireland, but also other parts of empire, if you, if you want to put it that way. And his writings were about those principles of freedom. 
you know, what do we base our aspirations on? And that inspired Gandhi, didn't it? Yeah, so, you know, these publication, Principles of Freedom, came out in 1921, so just a few short months after McSweeney had died on hunger strike. And what they do is they collect together his writings over the past decade. They were translated around the world, and in particular in India, Mm. multiple languages in India, and, and that's where... Gandhi and Nehru and Bhagat Singh and others would have come into contact with it. And, of course, you know, when someone writes something that you're also thinking or you're, you have maybe the same problem mm-hmm. and here is a solution, yeah. you, you can't really underestimate, I think, that impact. And because McSweeney was such a globally known figure in 1920-21 because of his hunger strike, because of the press attention and the protests around the world in support of him. People like Gandhi and Nehru and so on could not have been unaware mm-hmm. of him. And Bhagat Singh actually quotes him before his own death. Do you know, I think Terence McSweeney might disagree with everything that has been done for him. Just with one basic thought, the fact that they've made a bronze bust out of him, the fact that we're looking at him here, he would he would hate it if he found out that he was actually put on a pedestal. But we have put him on a pedestal, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably he probably would, would shy away from this sort of attention and really, you know, probably ask us to look at the more important questions. Yeah. Because he was such an important figure in Ireland's own campaign for independence that kind of out of his hands because what he did meant that he has become a a figure that we respect. And what do we do with people we respect? Of course, we try to celebrate them. Mm -hmm. And one way of doing that, of course, is through portraiture and through commemoration. And so this brings portraiture and commemoration together. Yeah. And as you said there, it's part of, and I presume it's almost a centrepiece in itself, of Citizen Nowhere, Citizen Somewhere, The Imagined Nation, which is only running until the 5th of April and is only available online in the Crawford Art Gallery website, where you can also see this week's work of the week, which is Seamus Murphy's Terence McSweeney from 1963. Have a look at him and he'll have a look back at you and he'll still say, why did you put me on a pedestal? But we know why. He deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, again, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Connor.
It's just the most beautiful piece of music, isn't it? It's called Into Light, and that's the sound there of the RTE Concert Orchestra with the composition from Cork composer Daniel Murphy here on Cork's 96 FM and C103. Well, Dahar Gantalmer, Madin, because we should call Dahar Irene, Slua, and Yoshishin, fear lads. So, Toshi Bjognach and Eklog, Ach, Captain Makurp, Nop Will Fos, Bean Ohasar Magoni, Kyol Nua Heint, Er Madin, because even Lum on track Shino, Daniel Murphy. MTU August. Oh, has there come to kind of see do CD Nua or Kirkwick MTU? The quarantapes on Tachten Shahuing. August Nerul me to kind free Hyol Nuhomha. Honic Marian Tachten, Gawil Oshin Morrison, Egg Omer Marhomador, August Durhor, Er Ensemble Vuskri, August Kyol Nua. Bonaha er Iliot Shanu Riordain, a Homa Ege, Gustalan Dina, Exulgamor, Lashinikloshant, Agazant Halmner of Memi Dinan, Balu Lekela, a Kyol Hurum Egan. Isn't it actually just exciting to hear so much new music being composed right now? Tal Kyol Tori den Scott in our Dimple, a Koma Aurain, Untra Fila Herfreshen. So Kerith Finkansha, O Claire Sands, Agas Susan O'Neill, Lekela, Auron Macaronicata own, Shishinga will Gaelga, Agas Berla, and when they wrote this song, you can really picture the two of them on the cliffs in Clare, two fierce women, Menafiyoin, around the burren. They put this song together in 48 hours, singing all the harmony and playing all the instruments themselves. Tashe Untoch er Fad, Shaw, carry my song.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.